Hello and welcome back to the OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupation through the lens of an occupational therapist. Talking a couple more episodes, a couple of more for the love of series, and God willing, next year on season five. The plan is to think a thought for the day. The plan is to think of some audio tidbits, the audio thought of the day from an OT perspective, hopefully around five minutes or less, condensing and cutting it down a little bit. What's on the mind for the day is where we're thinking the show might go, so stay tuned. We have about a week and a half left, and we're going to then take our nice summer hiatus. Hopefully everybody will have a nice summer. God willing, we'll regroup in the fall Amir Tashem, I recorded a, a new intro for the PAL, a new intro for the OT Talk using the guitar that we talk about a lot, and hopefully you'll enjoy that. It'll be a little longer than a usual intro, but a way to get the mind focused. So today, a little bit talking about breaking stereotypes of, of the home, what chores and whatnot are supposed to be done around the home. For some reason, it's been seen that for... that. The, the domestic tasks are broken up differently. A lot of times, especially in, in Jewish life perspective, for some reason, a lot of the tasks fall on the woman and not much for the man. Man gets away with murder, basically. The man gets away with without doing much. So in our home, we basically do role reversal. And I, I talk about this a lot on the show, how I try to do as much as I can to help out the wife. She works hard in school. She she takes care of the kids and, and watches the kids so that I could do a lot of the home stuff. It alleviates the stress and the burden on her shoulders. And I'm able to do what I can in the home. Why does it have to be that there are certain roles, certain stereotypes, especially in and around the home? Why is it? I mean, we know in Judaism we say Isha Beitam, the bias is the home, the woman is the home, the woman is the heart, and the and the basis of the home, of the relationship. They say that if the man is the head, then the woman is the neck, and the, and the head is really turned by the woman, by the neck. And that's the fundamental basis. So it shouldn't have to be... That uh, that it, that uh, that it, that we see throughout history, the guy sits on the on the couch and drinking the beer the whole day or whatever he's drinking apple juice or cider. I don't drink alcohol, so fake alcohol, the mingle drink that I've talked about before, where where the wife has to do everything else. So in role reversal, it's that the the husband tries to do as much as possible so the wife can relax. The wife can then chip in in different ways. And in general, I see this a lot also. Why is it that there's so many different jobs stereotyped that are only for X gender or X gender not? When it comes to, in the past centuries and the past decades, when you think of certain professions, unfortunately what comes to mind is one gender or the next. So like a doctor, a lawyer, a businessman, back in the day was thought as a male and a teacher, a therapist, uh, a nurse was thought of as a female, which makes no sense. Why Why is that? Where did that come from? When I was in OT school, we had 35 people in our class. Seven dropped out. We lost seven over time. How many of those people were actually males? We lost male, one male from the program. But really, at most, we were maybe five, six, seven people. Out of a class of 35 people, that means seven out of 35, there's five times as many females in the program, in my class, as in the entire Set up. Why is that? That's crazy. When did it become that an OT an occupational therapist is traditionally thought of as a female? When is it that the, the PT has always thought of as a male? Where is it that it comes from that there are that there are these stereotypes that there are things that you think of? And when you think of a of a of a plumber, for example, I'm not a chauvinist, I'm not a feminist, I'm just talking in general. In general, I'm an equal opportunity person. I'm happy for everyone to be involved in everything. 
But I'm just thinking outside the box, especially for myself. When I went to school, if you think in your mind, you know, you have a leak in the toilet, who do you call? A plumber. And what immediately comes to mind with a plumber? Some guy who, who needs suspenders or whatnot, the old joke, and he comes to fix the toilet. Why is that? And if you have a roof that's leaky or a roof that's broken, you need a contractor, you need someone to fix it, who do you think of? Why? Where did that come from? Anybody should be able to take any type of job they want, and anybody should be able to be in any type of uh, program they want. We watched a, a movie the other week, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, my wife and I, where it was a, a nurse, and the nurse was a male, and, and the, the prospective father-in-law in the Hallmark movie was very uncomfortable with it, didn't like it. You're a male nurse, aren't you? The, he thought that the, that the doctor was taking care was was the male, but no, purposely Hallmark made it that it's the male. Question is, how many writers out there, how many authors are male versus female, and why is that? For the love of being able to do whatever you want to do in life, not because of this or that. You know, there are so many different professions out there. It should be open to anyone who wants to be able to be involved in it. For the love of breaking what is considered stereotypes, feel free to be able to go and do so, to be able to be involved in that profession, to be able to be involved in that school. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, there is a program at nighttime in my school. I went to Long Island University, Brooklyn campus, LIU Brooklyn. Had a wonderful experience there, had a great time. It was in downtown Brooklyn. At the time, we lived around there in a different neighborhood, a Jewish neighborhood, and I would take the subway or whatnot, and then we moved to Long Island way later, way later. But in general, in that class, there there was a class at nighttime for religious Jewish girls. And I'm thinking, why can't there be a male program? That would seem to be chauvinistic. But what if there was a program where if you have religious Jewish guys who wants to do it, they would be comfortable not to have to practice on a woman? You know, in Judaism, there's a concept that you're only allowed to touch your wife or your sister or your mom. You know, You know, you have to keep it to certain aspects so you're not going to really be able to practice different things unless you get the permission of your rabbi or whatnot but in general it'd be much more comfortable to have lab partners that are all the same gender if a male wants to be in a male program all of them in the same program why not i thought of the idea that we should start a program just for jewish guys but that would be seen to be a little controversial probably in our circles where we live but it's just a theory just a concept you know there are programs, there, are, there is Yeshiva University, which is all male. There's Toro College and Landers College, which is all male. They should start offering these programs which only have the, the components for girls and components for guys, for the ones that wanted to go into the professions that are less seen by female, less seen by guys, but they want to go into it, they want to train in it, they want to practice in it. Maybe they should be able to do that. If we break those stereotypes, we break those things, then maybe everyone could get into whatever profession they love, whatever profession they want to do. You know, there's an amazing show on Netflix. My wife and I have been watching the first two seasons. We started season three, but we had to stop because it's just too sad, just too depressing. That's a spoiler alert. Shtisel is an amazing show. It gives the, the life and the times of a Hasidic family. It doesn't actually explain what type of Hasidic family it is. It's in an ultra-Orthodox neighborhood in Jerusalem, Yerushalayim, Geula, which I'm very familiar with from my two years of living in Israel, studying in seminary for boys. I went there on a constant basis, almost on a weekly basis, especially one of my years there. Love those sections. Love the whole Israel, obviously, very, very dearly. And it's a wonderful show, and it's very interesting. And the main character is Kiva, or Akiva, and he is an artist. That's his passion and that's his longing. But interestingly, in those circles, it's like unheard of and very controversial. And also, how many male artists are there in general? 
how many Jewish male artists are there, how many Jewish Orthodox male artists, and he breaks those stereotypes also. And his brother is a singer, and his um, his niece, I believe, is a, an accordion player or something like that, showing music and art that's not usually seen in those circles, not usually seen. So when we talk about things, whether it's around the house or whether in the profession or whether a talent or a passion you like, break those stereotypes. It doesn't have to be just certain people, a certain aspects fulfilling certain roles. It could be anyone who wants to. Especially from an OT perspective, we think about how we live occupationally. We think how we live functionally, live independently. If you're not doing what you love and you don't love what you do, something is missing. If there's a, a passion that speaks to you, but it's much underutilized in your gender. You know, it's a, a male profession for some reason, quote-unquote male profession, and you're a female, or it's quote-unquote a female profession and you're a male. That's okay, break the stereotype. I think about my school, my public school, all my public schools, like 85% of the teachers are female. Why is that? I don't know. But of the gym teachers, like 90% are male. Why is that? I don't know. And you think about the occupational therapists that go to our meetings, our orientations, or whatnot, like 85% of the OTs are female. What is going on? Why is that? Crazy. I feel like I'm a, a very underrepresented minority, and it feels very strange. And I love OT. I love doing the show. I love working with kids. I love the whole profession. Who says it has to be one gender or another? It doesn't make any sense. And who says PT has to be 85% male? Where did that come from? How did that come about? All these professions that are so predominantly one way or another, let's break that down and let everybody come in and join in their lives. Join us next time as we talk a few more episodes for the love of this, for the love of that, here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.